Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my good friend slash my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to break down episode eight of She-Hulk Attorney at Law, titled Rip It and Rip It. <laughs> love it. Gotta love it. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. Or you can email us at filmoptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, how you been, buddy? How's it going, Tadpoles? Just hanging out in the in the lily pad. I know new rock star uh, MT, who who also hosts with with Eric Voss their their um their after show. Uh, I know he's been looking forward to Leapfrog showing up. He's a big fan, so I'm glad he's finally here. <laughs> Anytime I hear anything frog related, I just think of Frogger. And they had they had Frogger too. They had they had everything there. Yeah, yeah, they definitely did. And you know what? This is the penultimate episode of uh, this entire show. This is this is the second to last episode that we'll be covering for this show. Um, it looks like we were right last week. Things uh, things got pretty spicy. She she Hulk smash. <laughs> she Hulk smash in multiple ways. Multiple ways. In more ways than one. Yeah, definitely. This uh, the series so far is. I mean, I I've enjoyed it. As much as I can, you know, I'm not here to take it seriously, but hopefully now all of the daredevil incels uh, out there can shut up because you finally got your daredevil. He's here. He's here. Even though it's not his show, he's here. But I think it's still I, I think they, they did a great he, job. Yeah, he had a couple couple quips and a couple jokes and didn't hurt anything. And he bowed affect, out. Yeah, it didn't affect the, his character at all. Like. People act like he's not allowed to say jokes. He's done it done it plenty of times. It's just a very normal thing to do, especially in a sitcom. Especially in a sitcom. Yeah, I was reading a lot of people's uh, Twitter reactions, especially uh, Richard Newby. Um, he's a esteemed critic that I follow on Twitter. And he said, this is a great episode of She-Hulk. Charlie Cox is such a natural with every aspect of Mac Murdoch slash Daredevil's characterization. Uh, Daredevil Born Again is going to slap. There's nothing to worry about. Uh, this episode delivered on some of Maslani's best work in the series as well, in his opinion. So I would actually agree with that statement for sure. But I have one question for you, Devin. Are you ready to go to courts? Because we got to talk about this episode. <laughs> oh, yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back after this introduction to She-Hulk Attorney at Law, Episode 8. And waste this outfit? Eugene, get out of here! No super suit! You're making a mistake. You made a mistake when you messed with my client! Because now I'm gonna whoop your ass. (laughs) 
my ass remains unwhooped. Yeah, let's fix that. And we are back for the penultimate episode of She-Hulk Attorney at Law, episode eight. Again, that is titled <laughs> Rip It and Rip It. <laughs> Rip It and Rip It. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. So the way this is going to go, like it does every single week, we're going to turn this for reactions. Uh, we're going to see some spoilers because this is a very spoiler heavy episode um, when it comes to a lot of story beats that we get here. Uh, no post credit scene this time around, which is okay. But after that, we're going to give our final thoughts and then we're just going to skedaddle on out of here. So Devin, what are your initial reactions to She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, episode eight i loved it 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 seems like the show just continues to impress um week after week it just is improving continually as well despite what people are trying to to say about the show i think it's just doing a great job of of giving us some great character arcs for for jennifer um especially here when she finally meets matt burndock everyone knows by now but there's just great chemistry between them, and I love their back and forths. I love the the jokes, the wisecracking. It it all just fits within this with this in this show and these characters. Um, we get some leapfrog action, which is which is pretty entertaining. He's a bit of a rich kid who just kind of has a f- frog powers, I guess, based on his his uh, rocket boots, which he has. There continues to be a lot of great jokes in this one. There's one um, where Luke Jacobson calls She-Hulk some kind. I don't remember the exact words. He was like, you're, you're a big green buffalo or something. I thought that was funny. <laughs> he called her a buffalo when he was mad at her. But yeah, it was just great to see them go to court, fight it out lawyerly. Lawyer, lawyerly? Legally? Yeah, fight it out legally. Yeah, that's, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> I kind of like lawyerly, though. They are yeah. very lawyerly. It kind of reminded me of um, back in WandaVision when we had the, the two visions fight it out philosophically. Just seeing it in a courtroom where... You get two super superheroes that are using their their words and their their smarts instead of their fists. It's always cool to see, and um, leads to some very very interesting dynamics between those two. Oh yes, definitely. You hit it right on the head there, man. Like this episode of She Hulk, I I would agree. Like, you know, I was uh, reading Richard Newby's. Uh, reaction earlier i think this is the best episode we've gotten so far not because daredevil is there like daredevil being there isn't icing on the cake uh like i said you know he he's he's there you know he he, he does his his thing and then he kind of bows out I, I like how they tied it like they tied it all together like it it, it all came together based on the storylines that we've seen in this show like he doesn't just show up just to show up like he has right. a connection with luke jacobson and that's how he ends up representing him as his attorney. And we saw mm-hmm. the suit back in episode six or whatever. But mm-hmm. now it's coming full circle and it just it just fits into this show specifically. Yeah, no, it really does. I mean, the, the, the dynamic between, you know, we get another lawyer case, quite possibly probably the last lawyer case of the show since, since this is the penultimate episode. But when it comes to the dynamic, like you were saying, everything just... It felt so natural. Their chemistry was unreal. You would think they might have had some uh, something going on off screen too, just based on how how they connected so easily. Yeah, yeah. I think Charlie Cox is married, but they definitely had really, really great chemistry. Quite possibly some of the best chemistry we've seen 
um, in some of these MCU shows outside of, of course, uh, Wanda and Vision and of Loki and uh, Lady Loki <laughs> as well. Um, I think the, uh, this, this is probably just some of the best chemistry I've seen between Tatiana Maslany and uh, Charlie Cox as Daredevil and She-Hulk. Did, did, you see, did you find yourself getting a little heated up when uh, they were getting close? And I did. I started, did. started talking a little... A little nasty, getting a little, <laughs> getting a little into it. He said, "I can hear your heartbeat." And she was like, "It's going fast." Into it, she was into it. Like, I guess, I guess we can dive into spoilers. Like, we're we're alluding, we're alluding to it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is your first spoiler warning for She-Hulk: Attorney at Law, Episode Eight. Again, that is your second spoiler warning. So, if you haven't seen it. Sorry, we kind of got a little bit ahead of ourselves, but this episode is just too dang good. But yeah, they uh, they 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 do the deed. The <laughs> Hulk smash twice in an episode, two different ways. Well, actually, yeah, technically three because there's one at the end as well, but not one that she enjoyed as much. Actually, and I want to talk about that because not only and you know when it comes to Daredevil, I think Marvel's has been doing a great job. You know, this is his. Technically, his second appearance in the MCU the first time. First time for Daredevil. Second time for Charlie, for uh, Matt Murdock. Yeah, this is like a new, new debut for him. More of a soft reboot. What did, what did you think of the new suit? Um, I actually liked it a lot. It's, I mean, it's different. I know that he probably won't have that suit forever, especially him being out in California. It kind of made sense to me. Like, okay, well, he wouldn't have the same suits as in New York. The ketchup and mustard. Catch. <laughs> he said, I'm Daredevil. And then the theme starts playing. I was like, yes, yes. And then she's like, I I don't I don't know who Daredevil is. Like, why why would Jennifer Walters know who Daredevil is? But I think they made a really great case for why he was out in California instead of New York. Cause, you know, he has a firm. He has his own law firm in Hell's Kitchen, but it does make sense that, hey. And Luke, Luke some, Jacobson pays well, apparently. Apparently. I mean, hey, he's making all the super suits and stuff. I'm like, wait, just wait. I'm sorry. No, Luke Jacobs, Jacobson was the, um, was that the tailor or was that yeah. the frog? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm getting my people mixed up. Yes, Luke Jacobson, definitely. Um, making superhero suits for everyone, apparently, at least down in California. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't imagine he has a office out in New York because, you know, if he's not, he, he seems more of the, you know, if you want to do something right, do it yourself kind of person. But overall, uh, when it comes to spoilers for, you know, the um, there's this lawyer ball celebration thing where they're celebrating all the female female lawyers of the very, year. Very condescending award. Yeah, yeah, very, very condescending. And, I mean, things just hit the, you know, intelligentsia just shows up out of nowhere. I was not expecting that, you know, coming off of everything from Daredevil. And Todd is back. Of course it's Todd. Yeah, Todd's back. And, I'm, oh, man, I, when, when it comes to Daredevil, of course, you know, he kind of gets his own famous hallway scene. I know you haven't seen Daredevil yet, Devin, but like it's, it's very famous for his hallway scenes. I think but it might be this, time to, to start that up soon after this inspiration. Definitely should, man. It is. So I, I will say really quick, if you're going to watch Daredevil, um, you have to watch Daredevil 
season one, then season two. Um, you don't season three. If you go from season two to season three right away, you'll be a little lost because Daredevil's story actually continues in Marvel's Defenders. I'll, I'll just watch a recap of the Defenders. I'm not gonna not gonna dive into that one. I, I think we actually talked about this before. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely for that. But uh, to get back on track for uh, She Hulk, yeah, Intelligentsia comes out. And it's, I mean, we're starting to see a, a plan form because everything happens with Daredevil. And then she kind of makes the great fourth wall uh, break where it's like, oh, you know, it feels like this, this episode should just be over. Right. But there's a little bit more and we kind of get like the, the prologue or the setup for the season finale, which is really, it, de- it definitely feels needed to add this at the end. Cause there's so much left for next episode. I'm actually like, a little worried because I don't know how they're going to wrap it all up unless it's like 40 plus minutes, which none of them have been so far. I feel like it kind of has to be. There's just so much. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I feel like it definitely has to be at least 45 to 50 minutes, um, maybe like 50 minutes with um, credits, which would probably bring around like 45 minutes because, you know, we do see intelligentsia kind of crash uh, this this uh, lawyer ball gathering, I guess you could say. So yeah, of, there, there's of, Intelligentsia, there's Todd, there's Titania, there's uh, what's his name, Josh, the uh, the uh, guy who guy who duped her, and then there's there's obviously her parents are there, and everyone's. It's such an invasion of privacy because not only are they filming her without her consent, and it's like that must be really hard for Jen to sit there. And, you know, to watch her engage in these sexual activities with these men that she has met and them saying, oh, look, she's a whore. And it's like, um, I don't know if people know this, but women like sex, too. Like, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Women can have sexual desires as much as men. And I felt so bad for Jen. Like, her father was there, her mother, her entire family. And they just have to watch all this stuff. And she she kind of loses control because she's been dealing with this this entire season, this entire time that we've been introduced. And I, I, I like that that small moment where she's you can tell she's about to lose control and, and kind of hulk out where Mallory Book just kind of looks and goes, oh, don't do it, please. Because she knows mm-hmm. like if, if you have that reaction, it just that's just going to be what makes it worse. It's not fair at all, but. When you when you freak out like that, people are going to notice, and then that's when consequences come about. Yeah, not only that, it is more of it's they're getting exactly intelligentsia is getting exactly what they want out of that reaction because now the entire ball or the, the entire event is ruined. People are you know clamoring in the streets. She she punched the crap out of the out of the uh, the screen or like the panel behind her and they got exactly what they wanted from her. And it's like, it's such an invasion of privacy on her side and it's, and it is completely rational for her to act that way, but she probably shouldn't have, but it's like, it really leaves us on a great cliffhanger, which is what I really like. And you know, we're it's, it is character development, especially coming off of the, of the, uh, the retreat episode from last week for episode seven, and I, I think it's it's flowing again very very nicely. I mean, overall, I'm just having a great time with it. Like, I mean, yeah, there could have been, I guess, not for this episode, but just leading up. I know 
people have been feeling a bit like, oh, where's where's the plot? And it's like, well, it's it's there, but it, this is more just a day in the life of uh, Jennifer Walters, and it's honestly quickly becoming one of my favorites, at least in my top three. Like, it, it's not going to hit top. I mean, when you when you think about when you think about sitcoms, it usually is till towards the end of the season, where if there is like plot development or character development that's when it happens in sitcoms so it makes sense like you have you have just kind of random episodes throughout just kind of funny like scenarios situational comedy that's just what it is it really is i mean it's and this is kind of in even in situational comedies that there are very serious scenes there are very serious uh storylines that happen that you know happen and usually save towards the end yeah yeah, yeah. Um, even with like uh, like Seinfeld, uh, things of that nature, or even like New Girl, like that doesn't necessarily have like a overarching story. Like, yeah, there's story beats throughout. Like, you want to see these characters go through, um, you know, trials and tribulations and and troubles of their own that's going on in their life, and that's what's hap- That's what's happening here. So um, overall, I really enjoyed it uh, this episode. And next week, we'll definitely be giving our um, our ratings for She-Hulk, uh, we kind of just decided to kind of wait until the end, you know, and kind of just let it flesh out because I know some people can get a bit, um, can be a bit premature with that kind of thing. So we're going to try something new here on the show. But Devin, did you have any uh, final thoughts before we close out here? I did want to mention um, one kind of weird thing that you can notice in the writing is that apparently in the MCU world, Tatiana Maslany, aka Jennifer Walters, is just an ugly, ugly female, according to like <laughs> the, the dates that she gets and the rejections that she gets. But in reality, she is very attractive. I just think it's funny that that it took it took a blind man to be the first one to to willingly get in bed with her that we've seen so far in Jennifer Walters form. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I've not been able to watch uh, heavy spoilers weekly review of this yet it's been a crazy day at work but i'm definitely going to watch it after i usually watch it before to kind of prep myself but yeah that that is very very true i'm i'm wondering there has to be a red herring here i think someone because like how would intelligentsia know that she was there someone that jen knows knew like what was going on because there's no way but i don't know who it is maybe it could be holloway could be Holloway. Some people were thinking it was their best friends. No, it can't be Nikki. No. <laughs> I refuse. What if it's Madison? Yes. <laughs> well, I, I, was, I was also, when I was watching this, I was thinking, what, what is it like for a, a blind man when, you, when you're doing the deed? Just, just makes you think. Not only just a blind man, daredevil. Like, he, yeah. can, he can see, just not the way that we see. What what does he see? Does he see how attractive she is? <laughs> You'll have to watch the Daredevil series that's on Disney Plus in order to understand. But I believe this. Yeah, this is the same Daredevil. This is more of like a soft reboot. Um, I I thought it was hilarious that they made fun of his <laughs> his, his suit. Like <laughs> she was not having it whatsoever. I forgot to mention. We finally got the reveal of her suit. It's just a nice kind of clean, clean jumpsuit for her. Yeah, it's it was nice. You know, it's just her kind of just trying it out for the first time. And it's like, oh, you know, I can I can actually wear something more comfortable, more fitting. I like the purple. I did too. I mean, it it's basically I mean, that is like her, her comic book suit. 
Um, I think it's very spandexy, very Nike. Yeah, they, they made it more like the um, the Avengers uh, Endgame, like time suits. Kind of looks like that a little bit. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, though, well, what did you think of uh, Matt Murdock's um, suit before we close out here? His suit? Um, I thought it was obviously. I don't have any connection to any of the the past suits, but I like that. I think it made sense for them to to start anew and give him a new suit. He's he's born again. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We're going to see him in uh an echo as well before I think echo drops before born again. I believe so. Yeah. So we definitely have time for that, but yeah, I mean, I, I do. I like how they're, they're setting up that, that section of the universe, the, the street level, like hell's kitchen stuff with echo and, and Kingpin yeah. and maybe Hawkeye or uh, Kate Bishop will show up again, but we'll see. Oh yeah, that would be great. I mean, like these, I mean these these Marvel TV shows. I mean, they, they are origin stories. I mean, they're they're categorized underneath Disney Plus as origin stories. Like literally every um, or most of the Marvel TV sh- uh, origin stories are there. But yeah, it, it's it's been great so far for uh, episode eight, and I can't wait for the finale. It's kind of bittersweet. Um, I kind of wish we had more episodes, but like that is what it is. But overall, it's been a great ride. This is definitely uh, episode eight is is definitely the best um, episode of the series so far. And I think it's 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 the payoff. I think everything we've watched has definitely been worth it. So hopefully all the uh, Daredevil incels out there will, uh, you know. Shut up for now. It seemed pretty. It seemed pretty quiet today. I don't know if you saw any complaints, but I didn't really see any complaints. It I think was they got shut pretty- down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was like, "Oh, well, okay, that's not bad." The hallway scene was actually pretty cool. Okay, yeah, but oh, like when I say the hallway scenes, and oh, they're so beautiful, Devin. It is you. You feel every bone like pop and crunch and break. It is so great. But yeah, they they did a great job here. I was like, they can't not give him a hallway scene, but. So that concludes our She-Hulk Attorney at Law episode eight review. And if you like what you heard on today's episode, you can subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be, make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics podcast with a movie lover in need. And really quick, what is out on the podcast as of right now? Um, by the time this is out, we'll have our uh, Midnight Club spoiler-free review that is out, as well as our House of the Dragon episode 8 spoiler-free review as well. And I believe our Werewolf by Night review should be out by then as as well. So definitely keep a lookout for that on audio podcast platforms around the internet. Make sure to you know leave us a five-star rating wherever you can on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And we'll see you guys later. We hope you guys have a great day. And we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.